Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You don't. You f- That's what I was like. That's what I like. That's what I'm like with Koa this week. He wakes up at three, <laughs> three o'clock. Done again. You and he, he, he wakes up at three o'clock with a dirty nappy. He's you done it again. You dirty little. <laughs> <laughs> you done it. He's done it again. That's so funny. Wake up, fam. He's, he's done, it, done it again. Dirty little. And I, get, I even do the iconic one, which everyone was talking about. Lee judges when he looks at his phone, just gets angry. <laughs> Look at the phone because it's the camera on him. Okay, <laughs> he's done it again. Little what? Do you, what? Do you Lee was was looking at on his phone. Some fan winding him up, or some someone laughing at Arsenal. That's a great question for the comments. That is a great question for the comments. What was he looking at? <laughs> what was? <laughs> I could probably I could probably get the answer off him. I could say is, we're talking about a couple of clips from you, Lee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, could you tell us what you was actually looking at on your phone when you when you was getting angry? He might be. He probably might record a little. Well, Flav, I was watching. He might might do that. Do, do you know how I know for a fact that Lee judges is a class act? How? Because he's been in the YouTube space for this long. And he's not known as the judge. That's just like, that is l- staring you in the face. The but judge. He, but he hasn't stepped towards that at all. How do you know that? <clears throat> Unless he has. Let me know. I don't know. How are you feeling? Danny game. How am I feeling? Uh, you know, I right? could hear him crying and he was, oh. he's not crying. I could hear him crying. Yeah, because you heard it so much. It's sort of in your head. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, son, if you're watching this 10 years on. It, it was a joke at the time. There was a guy called Lee Judges, and he had this sort of meme that we all quite enjoyed. Um, a meme was a thing that um, on Twitter, Twitter used to be how we all communicate. Son, just stop watching. Stop uh, shitting yourself in the middle of the night, son, is yeah, what I would say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's your fault. You did this. This is, yeah, Co is watching this. Co is watching this as a 10 year old the, the day after he's shut himself again. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> Stop shitting yourself, mate. The, the shame, the shame that he's feeling. There's so much. There's only so much your dad can take. Yeah. Stop shitting yourself during the night. I yeah. know at the time of recording, you was a tiny baby. Mm. It's not your fault. Yeah. 
and if you are 10 and that's still 10 now you need to have a look at yourself son because i'll hold your hand till four which you will have seen um but after that i'm a little bit gutted that you this is still going on i'll be honest well i mean you can't i mean now what did you not have any accidents in your i think think they were coming um oh i did the sort of um have you weed the bed when you've been so drunk no, I've never done that. I don't. That I've once. never. I've yeah. never done that. I, but I, I know people's. But it's generally like mates that used to get on the sesh, and their wives would meet up in midweek, or we'd go for dinner, and they'd go. I won't say the people's names, but they'll say, "Like Mark, Mark did it again the other weekend." What, what did he do? <laughs> little bastard, dirty little, little bastard. Little, little bastard, Mark. <laughs> he did it again, didn't he? This, and what, what, what has he done again? He's got up. He's got out of bed. And he's not gone to the toilet. He's gone to the corner of the room and just pissed in the corner of the room. Um, yeah, I'd have made did that. I'd have made kept doing that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's sort of it's some sort of like narcotic induced psychosis where they think they're in the toilet, but they're just pissing everywhere. That's one for the comments that was in my mind. I won't say what it's about. I won't even give an example. But there was a thing where, which isn't useful. But uh, there was a thing I was thinking about where there's there's things in the world that people do that people that don't do them see those people doing them, and it's so obvious that it's not something to do. And I and I there has to be some kind of like, I don't know what's the word. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm so tired. <laughs> that was a big word to be fair yeah. evolutionary like element of why they're still doing things like that do you know I mean I like um or like like yeah. jerry francis's hair for example yeah like everybody knows it's wrong <laughs> yeah everybody everybody can tell you jerry that your haircut's mental but you don't care he likes it this is what he's about yeah and i mean do you like what? It's people that are making obvious mistakes. How how do they not come to that realization? That's it. And like, but is there is there something else like knocking around it? Jerry just won't let go. Any less. We well, saw him at. Um, so you guys will all know about Sam and Samisms. Uh, again, if I can plug his channel again, so good because uh, all the t- uh, ownership stuff is uh, he's absolutely killing it right now. Uh, but I bet, I bet he doesn't give a shit about where the money comes from, does he? He does not give a solitary fuck about where this money... Who's been hurt to get this money? All the Man United fans all say, well, we're not sure about it. You, all you want, all of you, to a fucking man, just want the most amount of money. It's, if you do watch him, it's... And I would say it's, it's very impressive, actually. The, the tightrope as a fan that you've got to sort of tread across where you're not seen as sort of morally bankrupt but also setting getting yourself safe because down the road quite clearly quite possibly is this takeover from uh, and shoes i think that the difficult place they find themselves in james is that obviously the best place at this stage right now is to go well we don't we don't want our club to be sport washed right we don't want it there's an argument that you know, to some degree, Qatar, the Qatari money is sport washing, but isn't it okay or isn't it a positive thing that potentially the values of the Qatari uh, people may be becoming less hardlined and they're trying to adapt and become more modern and they go and ergo create a society that is more accepting? Isn't that a positive thing? Because often I think sometimes. People are like, well, no, this is how they are. This is how abhorrent 
some of their feeling, feelings are about, you know, homosexuals or whatever it might be. Yeah. But if there's a will to change, you've got to let them change, right? And adapt and become a better society. And if that is a part of that is by increasing the, the, the amount of conversation about Qatar rather than just putting it in a box and going, this place is terrible. We shouldn't be accepting money from it. It, there may be an argument, and I'm not even sure I believe what I'm saying here. I'm just, no. I'm just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there may, there may be a, um, there may be a movement towards good, and that, um, you know, that they want, a, they want their, they want their society to be more inclusive and and, and be considered a, a, um, yeah, they're trying to take know, those I'm, first steps, sort of. Um, or I'm, or I'm being incredibly naive. Yeah, <laughs> one or the other. Probably I think, that. I think in terms of, oh no, we're trying to be better. Trying to be better is not buying a football club. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know, start within your own front doorstep, isn't it? Yeah, but that's maybe what they, what they try. I don't know what they're trying to do, but the football doesn't matter. It's just a fucking sport. It doesn't matter. Yeah, and it's if just trying a, to. It is ultimately a plaything for for a lot of, for, for all, for most owners, to be honest. For actually, a lot of owners, yeah. it, there's not that sort of. Oh, I just want to provide Rapper, this. Not 92. Yeah, plaything. I mean, yeah, well. I think Jack Walker's probably not. Jack Walker's possibly the well, exception to the rule. I would say. Well, you don't know what's. Well, you don't know what fucking skeletons are in Jack Walker's. Yeah. No, do you know yeah. what I mean? Stinks, stinks of. Bet there's sex loads dungeon. of people like that. Stinks <laughs> yeah. of a sex. Yeah. <laughs> I bet there's loads of people. Now, and we're not saying that Jack. That is Jack. But I bet there are loads of people who've. Who somehow like you know, passed away with their reputation massively intact, despite being yeah. horrible people. <laughs> yeah, loads. Yeah. Who? Let's know in the comments who who you certain is there's something because actually, so on the podcast we've got a lot of um, I can't do this anymore, which is really good. Some really funny comments and uh, a few no. Uh, that's starting to sort of gather their legs. That's going to be the latest added to the lexicon. No. No. Which is so the example of that is when <laughs> when Flav saw Harry Kane for the first time and he went, No, that's not gonna work no. out. <laughs> doesn't no, the better work out, the better it does. <laughs> the, the better don't use that example. The better example is, is Paulinho. That's yes, the best example. Yeah, so yeah. right. And getting it right, getting it right. Yeah, so we've got some good ones of that. Um but yeah, the, I wonder if there's anyone in the sort of <laughs> this is uh, I mean, this is a harsh road to go down. And again, all speculation. But is there anyone out there where yeah, you're just I like understand. Their reputation, no. they're dead. They died with their reputation intact. And we need to pick apart whether or not that is <laughs> yeah, just on this another... podcast. Could we have another look at that? Yeah. Could we have <laughs> a VAR <laughs> check on their life, yeah. please? Could we get... Yeah, VAR, yeah, yeah. Which, which famous person needs a VAR check? That's <laughs> very. It's, oh, no, but it's football chat. We're not having a go at them because it's called that. Joking here. <laughs> <laughs> Joking not dead, over. is he? No, it don't have to be dead. Don't mean it have to be dead. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, don't have to be dead. Uh, anyway, uh, so yeah, to kind of get that, here's I'll give you a no. We've got a couple of other no's, but here's one that I did find quite funny. Where is it? I oh, know. Well, we'll find it later on. I mean, it was somewhere. <clears throat> it was in a big laugh award. Um, Jim, no, can you one. um share the YouTube link because I don't have it? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. And I'm not seeing your screen either. I think that's sure, just to say as well, quite a tough thing that uh, men have to get on with is that when they, once you get to a certain age, you're just a creep. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? 
What's happened, James? No, nothing's happened, but no, nothing's happened. But <laughs> <laughs> what's happened, Jeff? <laughs> uh, um, and we'll get back to Jerry Francis. <laughs> no, he's not creep. Uh, but yeah, th- th- there is something in that, don't you think? What, 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 give me some context of why you've brought that up. It's just a thing. I've been thinking about it for a while. Maybe because I, I'm I mean, a bit if, older, you're, I don't know. if you're as a forty-year-old man, I can't go to the bars and clubs like <laughs> yeah. I used to. You cannot use the word you... for anymore. It, it, you can't use the word for. I mean, no, if you mentioned. Yeah. So, so I'll give you an example. I went down to my brother's. Uh, no, it's Gay Pride, right? <laughs> it's just Pride. Not. I think it's just called Pride. I don't think it's called Gay Pride anymore. Oh, it's okay. just Pride for everybody, inclusive, inclusive Gay Pride. No, super inclusive. LGBTQIA plus pride. Okay. I went. We went down to celebrate. You say, you um, say AI. LGBTQIA plus. I think. I think that's all oh, of them, right? Intelligence but but um, no, it's intersexed and asexual. I think. Okay, I, I might be know. wrong. Again, I'm, I'm really trying to cancel myself today. Yeah, I'm tired. Um. Anyway, I'm making a point here, Jim, and that is that while we were there celebrating, my girlfriend's partner's uh, girlfriend's partner, my girlfriend's best friends, they are uh, a married couple, married lesbian couple, and then my mate Lee just used to live down in Brighton, and then we thought, what well, great, and 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 it was a, an amazing, amazing couple of days, right? But we did go into a club, and I looked around and went, I'm fucking at least double the age of the most of the people in here, and I don't feel comfortable. And since then, I've never been back to one of those. Right. It's it's the guys that do keep going back. They are yeah. creeps. Right. Um, <laughs> I went to uh, Notting Hill. The one time I went to Notting Hill Carnival, I probably the reason I've probably not gone back was because there was somewhat like they're all they're all they're all coming down the road. <laughs> they're all coming down the road, and it's like, oh, this is brilliant, and I like this music. This is class. Really enjoying this. Why have I not been here before? And then I then I had to sort of watch, um, a man vigorously dagger. I think it's called. <laughs> What's it called? Daggering? Yeah, the uh, the dance, the sort of dance hall style. <laughs> yeah. It's mental. It's, it's, it's um, yeah, it's hectic. And I was just like, no. <laughs> not As in not, don't do it. It's obviously a thing that's fine. I just, I'm don't, don't feel you, comfortable you, here. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be very good at it. <laughs> no, I'd be too delicate. Are we ready yeah. on three? <laughs> <laughs> the heights that they jump, how they don't injure themselves, it's beyond me. It's it's Absolutely. mental. And, and he yeah. came from nowhere. It wasn't like uh, it wasn't well, like it wasn't I, like they were sort of dancing to go and he went shower. He did, again gave her the look and they just went for it. He sort of, he was sort of yeah, like, did she caught up. But I think he was sort of on his they, way they past. Sort of, <laughs> they, they some, I think you enter a sort of social contract uh, a contract when you go in there. But this this is this is what goes on. Mm. <clears throat> he had a sort of two yard um, you know um you know penalties you know when penalties you got you're allowed one like you're allowed one step one step penalties when you're playing yeah. playing football he had two steps he's went but um <laughs> flew into oh, but she seemed happy enough she seemed a, she seemed sort of like like unaffected like like she was sort of like is that all you got next yeah it was like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway. How do you feel about the Qatar bid uh, for for Man United? Do you who would you who would you like to see get get it? Or is that, do you want that well, one for yourself at Tottenham? I don't want Man United to be bought out by someone with a bottomless pot of money because they will become the most powerful club in the world without any question. Their revenue 
you know, now that it's come to light that Man City's revenue is most likely false, and, and that they that their ability to spend isn't where it appeared to be, ergo they wouldn't have been able to do what they did. Right? We know what that that issue is. Yeah. With Man United, their revenue is bigger than any other club in the world. I think even bigger than Real Madrid, right? So, which means that their spending power will be so much more than Newcastle's, Chelsea's, Tottenham's, anybody's. In, 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 and they will, they will return to the summit of the Premier League. And unless regulation comes in, it's strict. Even still, there's not much in terms of financial uh, power that anyone could do to stop them. They would, and the thing is, I don't think it will. Then no one will be able to surpass them. Whereas you think like Man City and Chelsea, they had their day in the sun. But um, there's a limit to what they can do because they're just not as big as Manchester United. Manchester United are the biggest club in the world. They generate the most money. So therefore, in line with financial fair play, they will be able to spend much more than anybody else. Um, obviously, it's still, it's still human error. You can bring in the wrong coaches. You can bring players don't work out. But as an advantage, that constant advantage that Manchester United will have with Qatari backers uh, and their revenue would mean they would they would remain the most powerful club in the world forever, probably, unless something huge changes in football and the way clubs mm. can spend. But I think so. I, I think the answer is sorry. your question is I don't I don't I don't I want the Glazers to stay. Uh, do you know what I think? I think so. Uh, this there's this sort of white paper that's come out, right? Um, I've got it here, and there's uh, the Athletics talking about is it a landmark moment or a PR exercise? And the four, I'll be honest, I haven't completely been able to really drill down into this because, yeah, like I said, I've had a mad week. But um, the key recommendations of new tests, what, and I saw I saw a little bit on it earlier on. So new tests for potential club owners and directors, power to stop clubs joining breakaway competitions such as the European Super League, supporters given a greater say in protecting club identity from changes, for example, names, badges and home shirts. This is the um, the the, the sport uh, fans become having a some sort of controlling or, or an influential role, yeah, in a, a board and a review of visa system. This feels pretty bold. New plans. This feels pretty weak to me. I, I have to look into it more, but for, on the f- you know on the face of it, that's not enough for me. And I was actually, I was sort of hopeful for this because as much as some of those, some of those things are important, right? And these new tests are, are interesting, I guess. Um, you know, what, what are these new tests and are these new tests actually going to um, stop uh, the berries going out of business or are they going to stop more nation states buying football clubs? Because that's the... Again, I gotta say this every week. The ceiling is the problem as much as, you know, the the, the sort of grassroots basement part of it. And the, bringing it onto Man United, that's where I think. And maybe I'm a sucker for it. Maybe I'm falling for this. But in the statement from Ratcliffe, from Ineos, and they that I think they want sixty odd percent. Is that right? Um, you guys have let me know in the chat. But he, what he talks about is like staying in line with the governance. Um, or the changes that will come with govern- the governance of it all. And the, I, I see that as such a... I think if Man United, of all clubs, don't have to take the nation-state money because of the revenue that they bring in. 
and they could be the bastion weirdly like from a really you know advantage viewpoint and a selfish viewpoint in the fact that by stopping these kind of things occurring more and more so um they will always be at the top and they know they'll always be at the top by kind of like squishing it back together a little bit or not letting it it get to the point where there are you literally have to because you were saying that there's there becomes this idea say with qatar money or any of those countries whatever like uh, that um they have to start somewhere like the same goes in terms of that idea of oh well if you want to compete you've got to do it well no that's not that's not the that doesn't have to be the way either and i think with man united in particular i think there's an opportunity to go this is all kind of getting out of hand play play the sort of good guy in it whilst also maintaining your ability to stay at the top but that only works if one they kind of step in that direction and it's not that that kind of money and also if the government and this independent regulator actually show some teeth and actually like focus on the issues of of future spending as much as just who owns the football club so that's how i feel about it i think yeah, I mean, there's an opportunity, but where the power lies with people that don't give a shit about that opportunity. You know, they, it, this is about whether or not Glazer, which bid Glazers are going to accept, and yeah. that'll be based purely on whether or not um, who, who pays the most. Right? Neither of these bids have matched what they think the club is valued. You know, yeah. so they wanted six billion, right? And they, neither of these bids are there, right? So if they, firstly, there's there's no, I, I, as far as I've read, that some people have read that the Glazers are ready to go. And they're ready to accept a bid. Others have said they're holding out for what they think the club's worth. So whatever it is, it's going to be money that dictates it. So you're kind of saying that while this is an opportunity, whether or not this opportunity will present itself or we will see it play out is in the hands of the Glazers, who in their handling of Manchester United have shown absolutely no appreciation for the traditions of football at all. Mm. So I would be... If it, I, I would, I I don't hold much hope. No, in that I get instance. that. I get that. And uh, but yeah, um, it does feel like the uh, cats, think, the other cats thing is, out mate, of the genie it? lamp, Samism. Yeah, they um, Manchester United fans feel like that. That um, you know, they the money that that the club generates should be reinvested into the club, um, which is completely fair. Um, and that the, the club shouldn't be saddled with debt created by the Glazers. The problem is, is while a lot of people are saying, well, and myself included, said, well, they spent a billion pounds in seven years or whatever it is on players and wages. But you look at the ground and it's in this, I mean, it's starting to look really ropey. I don't know if you've been near Old Trafford recently, but we go up there for work quite a bit and often have to stay in hotel football. And then that's really, it's literally on, you can yeah. see the stadium from your hotel window. And that doesn't look like the stadium of a team that's the biggest in the world. It just looks like it's like needs work. It needs, a, a, it's more than a coat of paint. It really needs renovation. Hmm. Um, because essentially the stadium is your, your, light, your lighthouse, right? It's what people think about when they think about the club. There's, you know, so, so that, the, the training ground apparently is in, is, is, you know, nowhere near what you'll find at Tottenham or Manchester City. And I was listening to Jesse Lingard on on um, uh, Stephen Bartlett's podcast, which he was or was a very poor episode. I thought he, Jesse Lingard 
didn't give up much. Apart from when he was talking about his his family life, that was interesting. But the football side of stuff was was dull. But he was talking about the state of the facilities in uh, the training ground, and it just doesn't match up to what you think Man United are. Yeah, yeah. And all of those things will be refreshed and rebuilt if these new or when these new owners come in. So it should have a different feeling towards of of, of a club. The, the, sorry, that's a terrible sentence. The the fans should feel different about Manchester United once Glazers have left, but you just don't know what what is going to happen. Yeah, you uh, you think about the traditions of what Manchester United. You think the Qatari bid is probably less attractive, but in terms of achieving on the pitch, it's the most attractive. Yes, spot on, and and yeah, I, I think uh, I'm so tired. Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can ask me questions and, and I'll answer them, Jim, if you feel so tired. Good. I've got things to read, so that's good. But I definitely had a wicked thought there and one day it'll come it out. Went... Yeah. I just went, dude, do you see me my, my power down there? I reckon I've had, <laughs> I reckon I've had, just to like, you know, because I feel bad when I can't talk. I reckon I've had four hours sleep in the last three days. That's how I... That's really? It's that I bad? That's where I think I'm at. He's done it again! <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's have some funny stuff because I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. What was I going to say? There was something. No, it's gone. Right. Jim, can you share your screen? Yeah. So I can see Last week's pod stuff. was fun, wasn't it? I thought I thought it was It was a goodie. It was yeah. a goodie whilst not being um, vulgar, I felt, which is Good. unlike us. Which is unlike us. And we get sucked into that, don't we? Sometimes. Don't say suck. Uh, right, uh, George Davies. I thought I'd just get this out of there. But either way, if you want to become a, a patron, uh, you would have if you had have already been one. But if you are become one, you will get to enjoy 102 mailbags. And in the last one, we were able to enjoy some incredible drawing from um, from one of our patrons, and also incredible opera singing by the one and only. Thomas Martin, who's in the uh, who's, who's in the chat right now. Um, Nigel, yeah, my son a is a absolute a talent angel. He's got names. The talent that's the the, the the talent. Oh, God, he's talented. God, I mean, could you imagine the talent that's running through Nigel Martin Seaman? Oof. Just full of fucking talent. Mm. The bloodline is strong in the Martin household. Yeah, if the only bloodline is strong. You know. The, that they've got but Nigel had more kids. It's a shame Nigel Martin didn't have 18 kids because what value would they bring to society? Yeah, generation be... after generation becoming the goat in different areas of the body, yeah. hands for generation. Nigel, voice for Thomas, who knows what will come from his offspring. Exciting generations upon generations of great ages, <laughs> yeah, right up there, right up there. <laughs> Yeah. Some of the best years around. <laughs> you know what, son? Um, <laughs> anyway, George Davies. Yeah, so if you want to become a patron, links in the description. Join us, and you can you can enjoy that. Thomas, you're a stud, mate, says John Farrell. See? That's the kind of community we've got. Anyway, George Davies says, James, would it be possible... And do you know, I like the gall of George here. It's a day oh, yeah. on the podcast, especially after last week. I hate him already. Especially I after fucking last hate, week. I hate his guts already. Especially after last week's podcast where myself and Flav turned on Oliver. Um, I'm trying th- hard this not to turn me, out. This for me, let me just read it. 
because he knows when he writes this, it's dangerous. James, would it be possible to start adding chapters to these video podcasts? Oh, fuck off! I think it's a good idea, but I'm not doing it. <laughs> just doing it. In. I'll tell you what. What are we not busy? Uh, are we, are we not fucking busy? Hold on a minute. Fucking yeah. making me knock my camera over and everything. Are we not busy, mate? Do you not think we've got nothing, nothing to do? Do you enjoy this podcast every week, do you? Yeah. Do you? You enjoy this fucking podcast? Do you? You want fucking chapters? Ram yourself, you fucking dickhead. Fucking hell. Sorry. No. Do, hey, do not apologise. Do not apologise. Well, it's fucking winding me up, isn't it? Fucking would winding would me it up. be possible to start adding chapters? Look, to be clear, and this is why I'm reading it out, I'd love I think chapters are a good idea. But I'm not doing it. <laughs> I've got enough going on. I've got I I, I just I, I can't I and and just so you know, I don't know what other creators are like. Once this goes live, <laughs> I am not watching it. You think I'd watch Mom. this? You think I'd watch this oh, after shit. after having to hear it once. Yeah, do you think doing this shit, we want to then watch this shit? <laughs> you mad? Are you fucking out of your mind? Honestly, George Davies, if that's even your real name, mate. George Davies. Who's called George Davies? I, I like the idea for the chapters. The the the, the, the idea that you think I'm going to do it. Let me let me put it politely, George. You're miles off. You're absolutely miles. You're lost. Off. You're floundering. You're, you're you're drowning at the moment, mate. You're absolutely. Did you not just hear what James said? He's had four hours sleep in three days. And I've had I've had a good 16, 17 hours in those three days, and I'm not even going to do it. Yeah, exactly. And you know, what am I going to do? What's four in the morning? Like fam comes in, and go, what are you doing? Oh, George wants yeah. to do the chapters. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, fuck <laughs> you, you. You're miles off. You are miles off. Swear to God. And all swear f- to God. And he's not alone. All four of you who like this comment, fucking why fucking don't you just... do it? You do it. Do it. Because I'm not doing it. Look, between you, that's George has said it, and there's four oh, others of you. Five. Surely, between the five of you, you could do the chapters and put them in the comments. And I'll be honest, I reckon I reckon there's actually only four of them. I reckon George probably liked his own comment. I reckon he's, he's made up, he's gone to the lengths of making up several YouTube accounts, several Gmail accounts, mm. and uh, liked, his own, liked his own fucking comment. Big Dad says, two pods running, we have to be better. <laughs> I agree. No chance, George. I like the idea, and I like that you had the. It's a great idea. Say it, but there's it's no a great way. idea. You said James specifically fucking... to me, James. If anything, there's a there's a sign of respect to you, Flav. <laughs> a, a clear understanding. Flav's not going to be doing the chapters. I'm not doing the chapters. If you want to do the chapters, I love it. I welcome it. There's no fucking way I'm doing the chapters. I hope I've made that. Yeah, clear. watch. Shove your chapters up your ass, mate. Yeah. Yeah, it's, let's let's move on to the next chapter. Sticking that comment up your ass, <sighs> right? Yeah. <laughs> Quote of the week. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Levitt. I watch a lot of YouTube, but this podcast is the only one I hundred percent want to listen to every week. I hope James doesn't get too big and stop it. He must beware hubris. Thank you for the comment. Yeah. If you like it that much, Sean. <laughs> I've got a job for you. <laughs> no, George has. George has got a job for you. Who can do the chapters better? Oh, it's a competition. <laughs> nice one, Sean. Uh, thank you for that, Sean. Much appreciated. He doesn't need chapters, does he? Watches the whole thing. Yeah. 
the uh, Jim Big Laugh Award. Uh, James, uh, James, let's know your surname, just so just so everyone can be aware. Uh, James says I can't sneeze without farting. It's off the back. I didn't of... know this is a thing. Is this mm. a thing? I can't. I li- hear that again. And thirty-one likes. I can't sneeze without farting. It's impossible. No. That's just not. Big Joe says I can't fart without sneezing. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> and that's what made me laugh. Well done, Big J. I can't vote without sneezing. <laughs> um, ben Farrelly, that made me laugh. Uh, ben Farrelly, power move. Not sure if you uh, you still do these, but a mate of mine was... <laughs> what I said, Morgan, it says it's like your body taking a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> Who says that? Morgan in the comments. Sure, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. <laughs> that's genius, Morgan. Farting and sneezing at the same time is like your body taking a screenshot. That is genius. That's so good. That's so good, Morgan. Uh, that is class. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> really good. Needed that. Oh, oh, dear. And there's the tears. I'm not sure if you still do these, mate, but a mate of mine recently, uh, was recently on the end of a power move that I wanted to share. He's quite young looking for his age and he usually gets asked for ID in pubs. <laughs> when, when he ordered his pint of Guinness, not only was he asked for ID, <laughs> but the barman also said to him, make sure you let that settle, son. <laughs> Clearly doubting that my mate had any experience of drinking Guinness or presumably anything else. It may seem like a minor power move, but the barman let him know who's boss. I quite like that. Mm. Make sure you let that settle. <laughs> obviously um when you were young did you was there anything you did to try and make yourself look older or, or seem older um i mean i was acutely aware of how young i looked in my teen years really um so as soon as i could grow facial hair i did even if it was a bit wispy mm. um i'm still doing that now Oh yeah, we had a mate. We went to it was a thing around my way where you'd go to Newquay after your GCSEs and get a fake ID and go in the clubs. A lot can happen in the next three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. 
Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. And um, if you see a picture of me, imagine me at 16, how young oh, I look. Yeah. It's honestly hilarious. But I had this idea and the guy was, a, he was like, where have you got this? What website did you get this from? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, here you go. But anyway, one of the one of the guys, he, uh, one of my, my mate Pat, he and he still doesn't live this one down. He every night he'd go, he'd wear sunglasses there on his on his collared shirt. Oh wow! <laughs> to try and what, am I eighteen? Well, look at this. Yeah, Jim, at, at sixteen, you'd have been like a paedophile's dream, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, because <laughs> because you you're of legal tender, but. Mm. But yeah, you still yeah. looked about eight years old. Ready to spend, <laughs> you could say. Um, you shouldn't laugh about stuff. <laughs> All we're joking about is that I look young. Okay, uh, yeah. Jack Lane. Most YouTube podcasts. Thank, uh, thanks for your comments. Please like and subscribe. Flav, fifteen minutes fifty-five. <laughs> for you when you went after Oliver. Uh, it's the kind of relatability that has me tuning in every week. That didn't make me laugh. And uh, Patrick Stone. This is off the same bat. Uh, someone just come in Discord. No, uh, I thought I heard my voice there. Crikey! Looking no. into Flav's eyes when he was insulting Oliver. Uh, Oliver, the uh, the comment cheat was magic. Pools of crystal, wonderful podcast. And Lewis commented underneath that said, "I could almost hear a careless whisper as he stared into my soul <laughs> angrily." Yeah, very good. Um, all those made me laugh. So well done. Good. Good work. Okay. Uh, Oh, yeah. The only thing I've got for football chat, I'm a bit of football chat, and this will be, there'll be a load of people who listen to the podcast. I go, oh, thought we got away with it. Liverpool, Liverpool getting pumped. What's your, yeah. would you like to, would you like to react to that? Do you know what I think is really like cruel on it? Well, not cruel on it. Okay. Well, two things. First of all, I, I've been struck by how, how much everyone's loving it. So much. I was like, what? It's like it's only the first leg, but like people are honest, absolutely loving every second of the the gentle demise. Um, I definitely think they can come back though. There's no away goals. They could definitely do it. Like Liverpool, are fucking, they they've made a their, their history is steeped in this sort of stuff of, of these magical comebacks and huge wins. They can do that. I know yeah. there's problems at Liverpool, but they can definitely go to Real Madrid and win by three goals. Not that it's likely to happen. No, I get that. If yeah. any club, if any club in England, you'd have to back in this situation. It would definitely be Liverpool. Jot's brutal as well. It's like they're two 0 up. So, like you know, more to your point, no, like they can do. They were two 0 up. Like I, I yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. They were they were two 0 up, but they, do you know what they remind me of? Liverpool at the moment, like that, like they could definitely come back and beat Real Madrid in the second leg, but it. They do kind of remind me of Spurs. Uh, oh, not this they? season. When we were sort of a bit more gung-ho and towards the end of Pochettino's time at Spurs, it, I, it's, that is, and they have better players than we had, I guess. But but it, this just this squad looks a little bit weak and looks like it needs a massive, massively, massive new influx of talent. Some older players need to be shipped on, yeah. and they're in, they're in, they're truly. Everyone says they're in, in transition every season if things are not going exactly how you hope they would they would go. Oh, we're in transition. Tottenham's in transition because 
Conte, you know, hasn't done as well as we thought he would. So therefore we're in transition. It's bollocks, mm-hmm. right? But Liverpool are in transition. They are in this weird position of having to negotiate uh, the problems that, or circumnavigate the problems that are, uh, that are created by players that they used to rely on week in, week out, not being able to deliver because they're human beings. Losing yeah. money and, and having to bring in, um, you know, Luis Diaz, who's been injured. And it just, there's a lot of reasons why Liverpool aren't clicking. And and also um, like the, the the standard that they need to reach, that I think so that's high. the thing that kind of gets yeah. It's not like oh you know you've got a kind of like Everton and Newcastle beating them and finishing fifth or whatever is one thing, but Real that that's the thing I think we all were like wow like Real Madrid got kind of like caught off guard, and then obviously the Allison goal makes a huge difference, but their ability to sort of gently walk to the to where they need to get to. In a in a game, even if it's not really going their way, it's like is pretty, pretty impressive. I like. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're no, they're, you can't take anything away from Real Madrid, but they are. You know, they're there's eight points off Barcelona. Funny in La Liga. It's a funny old game. It's a funny old game. Champions League does throw up these things, but um, yeah, it's gonna be a long winded revival. A QPR in transition, then. I guess we are. Well, I guess because you lost your manager, so that I guess. We got a new one now, dude. Come on, you watch, you bloody watch. I'm come saying it now. We're fucking, we're back. You watch us pump Blackburn this weekend. Back where? Back into the into sort of 12th. Do you think stage. it's absolutely guaranteed that now you've got, now you've got Ainsworth that there is no chance you can go down? <laughs> uh, one must beware hubris. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you know what? It, it's funny. So Gareth Ainsworth is his style of play is kind of known for being really direct, and that's not what we've been trying to do for a long time. But we've kind of got to a point where it's like it's sort of like go get Gareth. Let's sort this out. And I, I really hope he's got levels to him. I really do because he's, you know, like I, I. It means a lot for me to be able to trust the man. And and with Gareth, you can trust man. Gareth tried to run off a broken leg. Let's not forget that. He's a good he's a good football man, isn't he, Jim? He's a good football man. He good and he looks like a rock star. And I love that. And um but um I just really hope it doesn't like completely crash and burn. Like just whoa, get whoa, get a response. That's what I want. Get a, I, I'm worried that he does it won't be due to it won't be his fault, it will be that, that the squad isn't capable of behaving in the way that he wants i'm not sure that's where yeah. I'm, that's where i'm concerned because we've got like all these sort of tippy tappy footballers but hopefully gareth will get them going go on wild thing um he's um dykes yeah i bet dyke is uh who's your striker the it's dykes but he got he got pneumonia age old that oh. age old footballer's injury um he's pulled his pneumonia so yeah that, he's obviously um Sorting himself. Is he a, is he target man enough to 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 play the direct role? The Ainsworth way. Well, we signed Chris Martin, um, not the lead singer of Coldplay, the guy who used to play for Derby and Bristol City, and he's that. He's a sort of why he's the Grant. He's like Grant Holt. He's like sort of that kind of player. So he might be of use. You searching Chris Martin? Yeah, um, yeah, I thought he might be. Um, I did want to read this out regarding Liverpool chat. I can't do this yeah, yeah. anymore as a Liverpool fan. And do you know what? It's always dangerous to start a comment 
with with those sort of what's that nine words i can't do this what? anymore as a liverpool fan but actually actually what Bodge, is it that you can't yeah i'm worried about what this how yeah, this how i might react because actually i've got yeah. one i've got one from big burrito as well he said actually actually he says i became a chelsea fan again dangerous start to it to yeah yeah neither of these starts are good yeah but but barge first of all i can't right. do this anymore as a liverpool fan it's when you've waited your entire life to see your team win the league, but it happens during a global pandemic and there's no real emotional release as it's in an empty stadium without you'll never walk alone or a trophy parade. And when you have to have the opportunity to push on and do it with the fans, you don't sign any centre-backs, then fail to sign any midfielders, failing to capitalise on the perfect manager and momentum we've built after years of relative mediocrity. Relative. Well done. Great. Well, what a save that was. That's like literally just as the just as the cup was falling off the table, he just went relative. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Mediocrity. Whilst your rivals are spending hundreds of millions being bought by nation states, whilst your owners simultaneously conspire with those clubs to break away from the history of our league and form a closed corporate corporatized monopoly, essentially mm. ending the game we all grew up loving. That's a that Mate, that's such a good comment. Well, and I, well, I do have, really well written as well. Yeah, I have huge sympathy for Liverpool now. If you if you I, use um, that, don't do the Hodgson thing. Use that. That's yours. What well, yeah, during the global global pandemic. Yeah, because it's like I don't even remember that happening. Jim, I know the pandemic happened. I don't remember when the league happening really. It isn't it was like it didn't count. And they were so far tough. ahead before. It happened, then it picked up again. And then there was again. a huge, there was a break. Yeah, and yeah. then it was just like, does this season even count? No one's really taking it seriously. Let them, if they want to win the league, if they think that means like they have actually won the league, then that's fine. They can have it. They should, be a big, they should be a big asterisk next to that that win uh, for Liverpool, that league win for Liverpool. With It would be in the annuals of the Premier League history, Premier League winners, Liverpool Football Club, and then little asterisks, Sort and of. an open bracket and, and, and a bracket sort of I was like but does it really count and then close brackets yeah and then we just move on sort of kind of sort of kind of <laughs> um, James Warner disagrees he says they won the Champions League in front of fans yeah true not their own fans they're not Anfield you know winning a uh, you know Flav you won't understand this but as a fan who's watched their team win the league become champions take the title to to enjoy it at your home ground is incredibly special and i hope you get to enjoy that one day Big when Marita. did you win the league what league the you're talking about you we won promotions champions. you're yeah. not champions we won the title can't be champions of, done of, of leagues that are not in the... and we're both going to say the same stuff so let's move okay on. big burrito i became a chelsea fan Ooh, don't do that. when i first began watching club football i'm american and one side of my family comes from Costa Rica. So we'd watch the World Cup every four years, but I never really paid attention to any clubs until I watched some Champions League games with my Papito. He did write Papito, and I love that. Papito. Those games yeah. happened to be Chelsea's two legs of the Champions League semi-final against Barcelona and then the final in Munich against Bayern. In those moments, Chelsea felt like the newcomers, but somehow managed to defeat these ancient giants of the game despite an inexperienced manager and poor performances in the league. It was the moment that endeared me to this team and these players forever. Since then, I've understood Chelsea's position in the hierarchy and the cash and the cash steroid nature 
of how they operate compared to the typical club. And it strikes home how different my perspective is from the fan of their local club. That's something that feels quite similar to how people treat their teams from their city here in the US. Modern fans more and more seem to appreciate the sport and the sportsmen much more so than the organisations. But that club ultra energy is something that will not die regardless of how much capitalism consumes the game. I hope well, you're right, Big Burrito. That's a nice comment. I don't agree with you. And it, it. It, it, it will die. Or what it used to be isn't what it is anymore, unfortunately. But maybe it's different in the US following. But in terms of England, how following your club has changed in the advent of the you know what the Premier League is now and the oversaturation of football on every level including YouTube football fan media uh has meant that it's it's just different it's not necessarily worse it's just different and if you've had experience both obviously sometimes with someone of my age you know you look back at with rose-tinted glasses at what football once was. And I'm not talking about the football hooliganisms and people beating up and less women at the game. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the connection you had to your club. The connection is has been impacted. Yeah. It was like a, it was like a weekly dagger at Notting Hill Carnival. <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> I don't no, know. No, it's not. No, it's just... Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's light, it's a light pump these days. <laughs> Sort of tap on the bum these days. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Like I remember, a defeat used to be like a good old, fo- you know. Trying not everything that just came into my head. Every single thought I had in that short space of time was was deeply offensive, <laughs> and I've stopped myself from saying it. Hey. I had about four things hey. that I could have said. Well done. And just, just well done. am I growing? Maybe. Well, is the content I, less good because of it? Are you growing? Literally. Dom Rich, spoiled it there. Sorry, <laughs> I can't do this. Right here we go. I can't do this anymore. Uh, so we ask for ones that aren't in football. <laughs> this isn't good. This is so good. It's got two hundred seventy-four likes. Rightly so. Dom Rich, I can't do this anymore. Moment when you're already in a foul mood and maybe in a rush, and you get your pocket, get your pocket caught on the door handle and passing. <laughs> remember? If that ever happened to you? Yeah, of course. Right. It's fucking infuriating. <laughs> oh, it's often like a, it's often the a um it's often the belt my belt loop. I get that and I'm fucking get off me <laughs> You're screaming at an inanimate object. Uh you want to smash the door right off its hinges, but you can't as it will become another problem for you. You end up standing there <laughs> trying to internalize your anger and emotions, questioning why you even bother. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. <laughs> James, Church- James Churchyard, my I can't do this anymore moment involved a past relationship I had. I had a girlfriend, <laughs> this is great, well. I had a, gr- a girlfriend that every time she took a sip of her drink, she'd always go, ah, after swallowing it, at around the three-year <laughs> mark. <laughs> One day, we had a big argument, and after everything had cooled down, she picks up her drink, swallows it, and goes, ah. I thought to myself, I can't fucking do this anymore. I kicked the argument back <laughs> up again and ended the relationship. Well done, James. That's fine. Yeah. Are we? Are we? Are we? Are we we've got. We're going on to no in a in a second, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. So I've got. A, I've got a weird situation that happened to me. Is directly related to that, but also no at the same time. So remind me to say it because I won't remember. Okay. Uh, right. Uh, okay. It's not the one you said last week, is it? 
No, no, another okay. one. <laughs> okay. with, with another girl. Oh, right, okay. Um, that that's an interesting one. It's like something that something that made something trivial that made you end a relationship is quite. This is what one. I'm talking. Right, this is right. what I'm talking about. Okay, I've got one as well. I mean, mine, mine quickly was she. She just sort of she she sang out loud all the time, but like meant it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Just went oh, because she had you know. sort of. She, she had, had a great, sort she of had a very good voice. She had a very, oh, she had a good voice, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah that's even worse. Much, if she yeah. can't sing, it's fine. If you've got a good voice, oh, let me give you yours. While my so there was when I was young, I was like I was about like sixteen, seventeen, maybe sixteen, and um, she um, when she talked, the end of her nose would go like that. It would go, it would move up yeah, and I down, something like that, yeah, significantly. And I couldn't not see it every time she spoke. Every time she spoke, and I just looked at her one day and went, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. We broke up shortly after. I really tried to keep it going because I was like, she was well out of my league. But I, just, it was, it, I think deep down, it definitely played a factor. Anyway. It's mad. It, you, as you get older, you get less immature and you get less. It becomes like all of these stuff, like inner beauty becomes a genuine thing. But when you're 16, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's all about what you can see in, in your face. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh, one of our patrons, Ibn Grief. My I can't do this anymore moment was when I was working at a really busy club <laughs> a couple of months ago. There was about 30 people queuing at the bar with only me and the other guy, another guy serving. It was boiling hot. Everyone was shouting their drink orders at once. I lunged down to grab a pint glass and my new work trousers split right in front from the top of my arse crack to the bottom <laughs> of my zipper. A customer right. then barked a drinks order from out of nowhere and I just shouted denims around my ankles give me a fucking minute <laughs> <laughs> the stress release felt good uh, however the awkward bus journey home did not <laughs> give me a fucking minute <laughs> give me a fucking minute <laughs> I snapped a fan last night like you know when you're tired you just ratty right we've got yeah. quite a narrow kitchen as you know and uh, we've got this joke where we touch each other's bum when we go past them like all the time and um and i was just not in the mood and she, <laughs> she did it too slowly she sort of stopped in the middle bit and then came down that one i was like fam i'm tired fuck off i really <laughs> did you apologize like, oh. <laughs> i realized i'd gone too far straight away so we then started laughing about it oh but it was so funny it was good you know we just don't even realize you're snapping yeah. You did that once at Ball Street once. With who? Um MacGyver. Oh, with uh Alright, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh and uh last one. Uh Alex Wololos. I can't do this anymore. One of my friends is from the Philippines and apparently uh gin is the drink over there. I guess it's the cheapest. He's a Barca fan and notorious for buying a round of gin shots for every goal. And there was there was one at seven AM where my buddy Nate had a gin shot slid in front of him at 7.15 and said, enough of this shit. <laughs> Which to me was the equivalent of, I can't do this anymore. It's good. Yes. There is a moment, isn't there, with the sort of lad banter where you kind of go, no, no. <laughs> Which leads on perfectly. No. No. Um, this will be a one-week thing. Dean Morgan is the type of guy. Uh, if you missed last week's podcast, uh, skip to the end. Um, Flav takes a minute to put the spotlight on uh, Dean Morgan the Premier League 
captain and winner of Leicester City. Uh, Phil, Philly Pryor, there's actually a real Dean Morgan. Yeah. And Dean Morgan, as you said, has played for a lot of clubs. I play for Flackwell Heath FC in Step 5, who are based in Wickham. A couple of years ago, our then gaffer brought in the aforementioned Dean Morgan, who played a handful of games for us, only scored a couple of goals. Not the impact you want from a former pro. He also used to cycle to training and matches and had an interesting collection of music he listened to. One of our WhatsApp groups is even still called Shotty Boys after one of the songs he played. <laughs> so Dean Morgan lives. He lives on. Uh, and, oh yeah, no. Finish off with no. Where is it? Okay. Russell Miller. No. I can't say it. It's really annoying me. I, you're the what? Only no. no, no. How do you do it? You do it lower, do you? No. 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 Yeah, there you got it. No. Yeah, good, no. good. No. Sort of gentle, sort of gently laced with condensation. Condensation. No. I'm so tired. Um, I was travelling to Bournemouth the other week and stopped by a fleet services. I saw a guy on the table mm. next to me at Pizza Express ask the waiter if any customers were having a pre-nosh meal. When the waiter had no idea what he was bagging on about, he proceeded to describe what goes on behind the bushes in the car park. The waiter was utterly bemused, and I was just thinking, no. Mm. No. The guy's wife was in a state of shock and horror too. Fortunately for him, a fellow sluggy shouted across the table, cheeky nosh off, <laughs> with the hand signal before the waiter decided he also wanted a piece of the action. Always great to be proven wrong. Uh, lol meerkats no <clears throat> I can't do it moment the first thing uh, that came to mind was when the whole country let out a collective no when Chris Evans did his first episode of Top Gear after the original cast he didn't do anything inherently wrong but we all just went no <laughs> just no <laughs> um, I'm not really a Top Gear guy I'll be honest but I, I, I get it I'd like to I'd be interested. Is there anyone you've done that with sort of like co-coms or punditry to kind of try and veer it towards football? Maybe there are, I wouldn't say their names because it's cruel, but there are sometimes pundits will be on co-coms. And I'm like, how, <laughs> how are you still getting work? Yeah. Anyway, uh, last one. Uh, Casey, my nose, uh, when I was in primary school, everyone used to have pasta and gravy for dinner. Oh. It was the most what? popular di- Yeah He doesn't look Bastard. old either It feels like something from the 50s I mean he might be from another country Like my, my missus is from Switzerland And they have This weird It's like a pasta slash potato thing um, Noki No 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 it's like a it's sort of more more like a spaghetti, but it isn't spaghetti. It's like a weird pasta. I've never seen a shape of pasta like it, but it's a little long. And they put gravy on it, on this pasta. I mean, she cooked it for me once, and I was like, this is fucking disgusting. Yeah, what the fuck? Like, never do that again. What the fuck is that? that again! Did, what did, the fuck? did you do that with the plate? Did you, did you go, did you sort of nudge it a bit? What's that? No, I did this, Jim. <laughs> I did this. I was eating, and I put it in my mouth, and she's looking at me, and I look at her, and I'm going... Get like this. You'd say it as well. How's your tasting it? <laughs> I'd always be respectful. That's, I don't have feelings. Do you know my, my 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 um my mum and no, so my dad and my stepmom, they genuinely do this every meal. Is they'll rate each other's meal out of ten. <laughs> really? And but 
they get really upset if they get a low score. Like so much so they argue and go go to bed at, like, at different yeah, times and that. don't speak. Like, why do you keep playing this fucking game? <laughs> my, mate, uh, my mate Craig does two things actually. You know, a bit like that. Uh, whenever he tries something for the first time, he would try it and go. Did you hear that? Could you hear that? Okay. No. No. It's sort of like it. No, I can't hear it. Okay. Well, you'll hear it when you watch it back. Although, obviously, you're not going to watch it back. We don't do this shit. shit back, this shit back. You're mad. Um, the other <laughs> thing he does, he, he when he goes to restaurants and uh, with his wife, he'll go, yeah, with his wife, he he go halfway through a meal, he'll go, what sort of percentage are we looking at here? To his wife uh, to find out how much of her food she might leave for him. What percentage of food, <laughs> extra food he'll get. <laughs> I think it's incredibly rude, but he seems to get away with it. What, what, but he, so he always gets a bit extra food from his wife? Generally. Because she can't fit it, fit it in or or because she just... She's, sort of, she's had enough kind of thing. All oh, right. So it's not like she saves some for him. I do that with fam when we get sushi. I'll kind of like, I'll sort of, I'll always finish first and then I'll sit back and I'm literally like, we're, we're watching whatever we're watching, but I'm thinking, how much are you leaving? Love? Come on. Just let me know. She's not, she's not going to finish that. Right? See, I do the other thing. is like, If we've ordered a starter, I'll let her, I'll let Ollie have more than me if she wants it. For the start. Like we had these arancinis, these amazing arancinis the other day. And I was like, there was three. And there's only two of us. And you're like, well, he's... <laughs> yeah, big, difficult. That is difficult. It's, it's, I really want it, but got to do the right thing. Mm. What's she annoying... Cutting it in half. We had half each. What's annoying is when there is, like, everyone's clearly kind of finished and there's one bit of food left on, like, the plates and a, on a meal. And it's like, they're going to clear these away in a minute. And someone's going to not eat that. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact you you become consumed by this in this moment and no, nothing else matters. I'm bad. There is spare food on that plate and look, if someone doesn't make snap well, into so, action. So it literally happened last week. We went for um went for a meal with another couple and um we all got these mate, we got steak and then we got these amazing like roast uh they were sort of like roast potatoes, but they were basically like lines and lines and lines of roast potatoes. Like so really crispy. And everyone we had two of them and it was uh, everyone's allowed two. Everyone's allowed two. And someone somewhere had only had one. And like everyone had finished and we're just chatting. But I'm literally not interested in the conversation because I'm just like, who's eating that? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's eating that? Because that's way too good. And this is too expensive a restaurant for us not to be leaving, to us to be leaving food that I could be eating. And I know I've Did had my eat? two. I've had my two. That's the problem. <laughs> I know I've had my two. But so what do I do here? I, I, the fam know you so well that she knows what's going through your head as well. I think she does. And so I, I sort of try to sort of, um, I try to deceive her with my eyes because I'm, I'm sort of like looking at it and uh, right, I try, yeah. to try and be present. But it, it what happened? To, well, what happened? They went to take him away and I, go, I just went, whoa. <laughs> like that's because <laughs> everyone's, it's like, well, you've all, you've all had your chance now. And if yeah, you've, if it you was going to be one, taken away. I'm, I'm, that's not going, it's, that's not going in the bin. Uh, Casey, last no. Uh, my nose when I was in primary school, everyone used to have pasta and gravy for dinner. It was the most popular dish in school, and I was part of the very small minority that thought, no. Never, tr <laughs> never tried it, and never will try it. I always I always judge those people, and still wonder that what went through there, through the first kid's head, to set the trend. Yeah. That, that's a good one. What are trends that you had at school? That really were just terrible, but like I guess the cool kid was into it, so he got so it became a thing. 
I can't think of any trends, really. We used to play... Um, there were so many people that set up a play-by-mouth. So do you remember play-by-mouth football? So play do you remember that thing? Generally, it's in the back of um, sort of match magazine or shoot. There'd be these people that have set up a... A uh, this is so this this would be a thing, right? You you'd send off for a team. I you say, oh, can I please manage Tottenham? And there will be managers all over the country, and each week it was a turn, one game. So you'd get sent in the post your uh, a, a team sheet for you to write out, pick your players, your squad, and a transfer list, and then they'd have like a newspaper as well. It's all make believe. So you might be playing right this week. We're playing Arsenal. And somewhere in Britain, that person will be would have Arsenal. And essentially, he would pick his team from his squad, and I'd pick my team from his squad. And we'd send them off to the bloke who runs this game, and then they would play. They'd they'd play each other, and then you next week you get your result: who won, who scored, how many corners there were, and you'd play this every week until the season was was would end. How how do this they is, play? Is, how are they playing each so, other? So 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 they would have. But right now, the easiest thing to do would be championship manager. So you would have championship. But back then, you didn't have that. So you don't really know what they were doing. They could right, be making it up. In, yeah. Or there were things like premier manager. Or you could, in theory. Yeah, I don't know where it was. Champion. But anyway, we, we were obsessed by it at school. And there'd be kids that would be set up their own ones. And uh, you'd pay 20p for a turn. Oh, I don't know I'm going with this. I thought that you'd you'd go. Oh yeah, I remember that, but it didn't. <laughs> right, and he just had to stay with it. I'm telling you this. I'm telling you this. I, um, at uni, at uni, we had a rule <laughs> in our house that if you're if you're telling a story and you could feel it dying, <laughs> you're yeah. allowed to back out. He has a guy. Nah, nah, I'm calling it. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, start. I'm gonna stop here. And it was like it was like okay, wicked. Yeah, that's a thing. And like and once every like three months, everyone would be, someone would be telling a story, and then they go, do you know what? I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> <laughs> but you, but you, that doesn't typically happen in this podcast because usually you'll be like jumping in and like helping me along. Yeah, but you yeah, just yeah. sat there and listened. <laughs> Plow on. Um, anyway, uh, enjoyed that. That was a nice, soothing chat. I'm sorry I wasn't at my best, guys. Um, but I'll, one day I'll sleep and then, God, you watch me. You watch me turn it on. Fuck. I've literally just found the sheets. I'm going to send a link. This is, I'm going to send a link to. So before there were play by mail, there was uh, so before football manager there was play by mail fantasy football. I'm going to send you the link. Read it; it's What's fascinating. That? And they've got a, an actual printout of your squad and what it looked like and the rating. Can How I show I people it, it quickly? Yeah, I'll send you a link. Send it WhatsApp now. Yeah, okay. I've um, uh, James. I've been asked. To, I've been offered a place in the mar in the marathon, London marathon. Oh no! Fuck that. Uh, I just I like I'm. I'm not... I've got enough on. You know I mean, I really it. want to do it though, but I just haven't got. I just don't, and I'm scared to say Go no if I never get another chance. Um. Okay. Here we go. If anyone else remembers this, let's know. Yeah. So like this. So if you if you scroll down, go to that. This. So the picture, the picture, not the not the words, right? So that was what your your team would look like. Right. Right. So, so you'd have these are the players you could see: so goalkeepers, defenders, um, midfielders, and attackers, right? And each week you'd be sent this in a, in a paper form. It would come through the post, and <laughs> oh, the ratings. Fun. Yeah, so you got all the ratings of what how good they are, Bo and Marder. and those, those you see the, the the ratings there. So you pick 
your your best players and other people could bid for your players so they would hand write a request a transfer request <laughs> and and then and and then you would have to accept it if you accepted it the people that run the game would then would then um you know transfer, transfer them. The, yeah the players scroll, scroll down and see if there's any other images sorry this is me geeking out massively here probably not uh, yeah i mean i think you are showing your age a little bit um but yeah that's I, what it looked like there's a league table there every week you play <laughs> well, that's Loved that, it. F- that font brings a lot back. I don't know why. Yeah. Of, of a, scroll down, a scroll table down, like see if there's anything else. So what, you'd, <laughs> you'd get the results by post and you'd be like, yeah. if you got a good win and you went, I knew Bo Harder would bag in the goals this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and basically all of your mates would be doing it as well. So you'd all be in the same league and you'd be able to talk about it. It's, oh, I fancy your your striker. Can I have him on loan? You can, so you can get him in loan for four weeks. <laughs> if they're good, then you can buy him. It was it was good, and then there was a match report, so exactly what happened in the game. It was good, anyway. Simple times, simpler times, simpler yeah, times. Man. Hang in there, guys. Hang in. Mm. We'll soon. One day we'll stop talking about all the money and all that stuff. We'll just crack on, and and QPR will return <laughs> to former glories. Just got. I just need to hang on a little bit longer. Come on, Gareth. All the Gareths in my life. I hope you have a wonderful life. <laughs> Yes, Flavel, thanks, Southgate, Ainsworth. <laughs> um, right. Uh, thanks, guys. All cop. <laughs> it's not as scary, but yeah, okay. We should right. quite the other day. Anyway, guys, yeah. uh, thanks again. Uh, become a patron if you'd like to, and you can enjoy all the mailbags. And yeah, have a great weekend. Bye. Cheers, everyone. Take care. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.